Posse cut right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus, Don One, Reboy, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow Fred DiBiase got the power in it though If it's a problem, let me know or I suggest you let it go Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door Oh man, please don't make me hurt you Disrespect the boss, ain't treat it like Virgil Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag He's a waste of man Hey yo, it's your boy Mike Knox, y'all. Welcome to the Unpopular Review Show Around the Blocks with Mike Knox and the Z is Silent Podcast. I am your host, Mike Knox, and as always, oh, my hair, my bad. My right hand, man, the Z is silent, and below me, my kicks are my fix. Oh, man, I don't, I don't know. We'll talk about him in a second. The executive consultant and more, but as always, people, you know who I am. You know where to find me. I spell name with three X's. Why? Because unlike you, I can enjoy WrestleMania season. So I'm hardcore. I don't let the business get to me. I don't let you fans get to me. It's WrestleMania time, baby! Hey, yo. Yo, Z, what's going on with you this week, my guy? Uh, you know what? I'm in a great, great mood. It's your boy, you Birth Week. You should be. It's your boy, Birth Week. Happy birthday. Sometime, sometime in this week, my parents decided they needed to go to the hospital because my ignorant ass was bound to come out. I thought you was born in the bathtub. <laughs> That's the safest way. I'm, I'm not going to entertain that. I'm not going to entertain midwife. that. But it is your boy. The Z is silent, a.k.a. Mr. I'm always right, you're always wrong, and I don't give a damn what you say no, about it. AKA the district attorney for the state of pro wrestling, aka Mr. Big Champ in the chat, aka yo mama's favorite daddy, aka oh god, the apprentice of Thanos. I got my Thanos chain on today. I'm feeling real, I'm feeling real savage yet petty. Oh, God. Well, they call me Petty Murphy and everything he just said. I used to once upon a time said that. I don't have energy no more. I'm old. And then we got my man, Nephew Corey, from the Wrestling Marks of Excellence, which is a storyline in itself for today on this program, <laughs> okay, as their brilliant conversation of what if. You know, Marvel has a what if. We all thought about doing what if. But you know what they did? They did a what if. And this week's episode was what if Hall and Nash never left the WWE. But you know him as my kicks is my fix. Belt Emperor. I'm a belt king. Just want to get you know that. <laughs> and, and, and his sneaker game can rival Kanye West. I say I shop so much I should speak Italian, but not really. I'm lying. He actually can do that. So what's going on, nephew Corey? The Wizard what's going on, guys? It's uh great to be here as always. I rushed all the way home to make sure I was here on time because if it's for Mike, I got it. So yeah. Appreciate it, appreciate it. And as always, the executive consultant. Watch the pin work, y'all. It's like Mr. Perfect. Get ready for it. What's going on? Uh, you know who your name is. You, you got yourself paused. I tried to unpause you, but just, it's just you. <laughs> it's all you. You're muted. 
It's all you. You're big, muted. Big mutes in the chat. Big believe. mutes in the chat. There well, you, you know go. what? I there muted myself because I didn't want to interrupt the Z. It's silent <laughs> from all his AKAs. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was about to hop in there. I thought he was done and he wasn't done. It's like you checked the temperature of a good steak. And unfortunately, it's still not done. There's another AKA for you. But I am happy. I'm excited to be here. We are WrestleMania season. It may not feel like to some of you Hammonakers, but to me, it feels like WrestleMania season. I've been watching WrestleMania's 1 through 37. I'm excited. I'm happy to talk about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Listen, they had me Saturday at work. You know, I get the luxury of working from home. Boy, I had to put on WrestleMania 28. And that end of the that end of the era match, I'm sorry. The storyline in that match, oh my God. Where will it rank tonight? Tonight, we got a jam-packed show, y'all. Dice, you know what I'm about to say. It's my favorite word. Don't judge me. All right? I was in the seventh grade. And we went to a smorgasbord. And I had never been to a smorgasbord before. <laughs> and so ever since I had this smorgasbord, it's been the word I use for everything. This momentous day, on today, we have a smorgasbord of a show for you. As I'm already introduced to you, my kicks is my fix, nephew Corey the Wizard. If I ever had to go against you, executive consultant, like in a family feud, kind of like, like, because you know all your shit, I'd be having to Google it. Vaughn knows his shit. That's the guy I'm putting my money on. Just saying. I'm not going against you, so don't come at me. But I'm putting my money on my nephew, Corey, right here. All right. So I appreciate that. I'm, I'm just here, man. You he's know, still I, muted. He's still muted. You, can't, say, you can't say something like that. Expect me not to say. So you mean to tell Chris. I've known him longer. His stats lave up more than you. That's all. It's a longevity thing, brother. You know what I'm saying? You do to my heart. He's been there. You don't. You, I'm never wrong. This man said it as his tagline. I'm the truth. Well, you don't want to go truth, Ruth. So you're both wrong as hell. So I'm gonna let that slide on to the left. To the left. Beyonce said that, not me. So listen. Not only do we have the what if Hall and Nash never goes over, we got mm-hmm. 20 years Brock Lesnar. Okay, yeah. and we got what's near and dear to me, Chris Sparkton, the negative consultant. But I, I I took it a little level, and that's biggest. WrestleMania matches, not your favorite, not the best wrestling matches, the biggest matches in WrestleMania history. Is it WrestleMania 30 where, you know, Brock Lesnar beats the streak? Is that, is it Hogan Andre? I said his name. Today, I have to say, for today and today only, I'm lying, Hulk (laughs) Hogan, he's still there. I got to say the case. That's just me, not every wrestling fan. Just me. All right. So, and the thoughts and opinions of those said on this program belong to them and said only them and not everybody else is on the program because they're responsible for in which what they say and not UPR. Okay. Now, with all that being said, the smokers were out. Listen, and we're changing formats up today. You know, no, you know, I've been on the AEW show. I've been on the SmackDown show. I'm not going to talk about the weekend wrestling. So that's gone today. So uh, I'm going to start off straight out where I want to start off with, and that is. This conversation that we got on from the wrestling marks of excellence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I will forever say two things Th- that don't mean I'm right. I'm the belt King. I'm the originator, but Corey and I will argue that to the day. One of us don't leave this earth. Who was first either way, same year, two months behind. Don't matter. We started this shit and this is the thanks we get. But then I said, I'm a King. He's emperor. So we know who's winning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but also, there was the podcast game. And I know for a fact, when podcasts first got started, when it came to wrestling, when it comes to black podcasts, there was Perfect Flex Talk Radio, BDSR Network, and there was the Wrestling Marks of Excellence. And they had this conversation about what if 
Hall and Nash, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, added to it, right? Never joined with Hogan. Never went to WCW, if you will. All right? So just to give you a little bit of what they said, here go a little bit of part one. I really think it's equal because I, because of the impact of that each had. Razor Ramon is the character that people know that were in and out of wrestling that your your parents know or because in the early nineties. But everybody with the wrestling revolution knows Scott Hall. But you know both characters. You really know both characters. That's why I always thought it was a true testament to his career of how good he was. Because you equally knew each character was equally impactful for their own reasons. Him coming down on Nitro that Memorial Day in '96. It was because for the first one of the first times you could really suspend your belief in what you thought wrestling was, as far as people's loyalty to companies and. And you always saw people going back and forth to different companies or repackaged or things like that. But but for the way it was portrayed on TV to make it think that he was working in still in the WWF, so much so that weeks later, when it came to Hall and Nash, I believe in Baltimore, the Great American Bash, I guess in a way on to portray it into the storyline, but to actually clear it up, uh, they had to say they don't work for the WWF. And that was a big thing because it was becoming of legal precedent that it kind of had to be known that, hey, these guys don't come to fruition as a stable in WWF and try to take over WWF from the inside. Ah. The What the NWO was, I think the click would have been in WWF. Okay. It would have been Shawn Michaels. It would have been Triple H. It, uh, it would have been X-Pac or, you know, one, two, three kid and Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They would have been the dominant stable. Um, and wait, and then now you get Austin emerging as yep. opposition to That's where the you took the, literally took the words out of my mouth. Gotcha. Austin was going to be the, the anti-hero against that because what the click would have been, for everybody imagining what it would have been like with the Generation X and the NWO together, it would have been that. It would have been the click. And I, I let that marinate because I'm seriously, I, I'm, I'm on to build this. I think, matter of fact, they're going to get something I know say it like steak. It still ain't done yet, which was his AKA. He's talking about Dice Man over here. Okay. So I'm going to let that marinate. And I want to start because it is WrestleMania week. We are two weeks away from the granddaddy of them all. And we will talk about what if Scott Hall and Kevin Ash don't go. I'm going to build that. Okay. Oh, they're up. Somebody put them in the chat. There they go. The ones are up. Oh. Oh, who, who, if you're not going to Mania, put your ones up if you're going to Mania. Okay. Thank you. Shit. Dice, you put the camera up. I'll try to get them to join the program because they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> you messed it all up. All right. But enough of hearing from me. I'm going to start with you, Dice. I'm, I'm going to go here, right? Because it is WrestleMania season. Because where we're starting at. Biggest WrestleMania matches of all time. Right? And I'm doing it differently than what other shows do, what we've done here historically on the program. That's. I go your five, you go my five, and then the five, it's back and forth. So I'm just going to just get, get your five out the way, but I'm not going to talk about it. Your five, and I'm going to go, is it going to consultant's five? 
Corey's five, then my five, then we'll talk about them. Okay, no, chat, no, comment below, no let me know. Huh? Well, no, once you give me your five, four, three, two, one, like, come on. Listen, I know I'm from the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Boys and men is definitely how I had at least one of my first babies. Okay, so five, four, three, two, one. Let it happen. Let it flow. Like, you know what I mean? Well, have, th throw some, um... Uh, <laughs> you know number Drew five for me number five uh stone cold versus the rock wrestlemania 17 okay number five. one of my favorite matches of all time okay um, I just number four story between them two mm -hmm. um not to mention that video package with limp biscuit see it's, WWE it's always no the more. video package that's the greatest it's the greatest man that's it's the, the greatest one. video He's package right. <laughs> um number four number four i'm gonna go with um uh heaven versus hell uh-huh um, number three, I'm going with Brett versus Sean, WrestleMania 12. Okay, Brett, you say, oh, I'm sorry, what, what was that? Brett versus, okay, 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 okay. I like where you go. Um, uh, what does that three? Uh, That's number three. two, <clears throat> number two, I'm going to go with um, Rock versus Hogan. Mm -hmm. And number one for me, um, is Rock versus Cena. Oh, okay. So that's number one the for first, you. The first that's one. Like that. Well, that's the that's that's number one for you. Okay, it's number okay. One. because we're are, are we? Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll we'll just second. You told, you told me write your five down because I ain't gonna forget me. about it too. The information you told me is 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 how they build them as biggest. Well, yeah, matches. I said the biggest match in WrestleMania history. But this is but these these aren't my personal like. No, this ain't your personal. No, yeah, this, this ain't your personal. This is. This I, is I'm, I'm going off of I'm going off of time and money on enforce. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, yo, Doc, we got a forever drug. Okay, this is your five biggest. Don't matter what favoritism's out the window. This is what you know as being an intelligent wrestling fan. I like your five executive consultant. Your top five, and like I said, right now, you know what? It's you. Give me your honorable mentions in your top five. No, what were you going to say? Okay, no, just I want you to talk about well, you know because he knows me because because <laughs> of him I have them, so I'm not gonna judge him. I, see, it, I, you, know, I, you I, have I, to I, have when you have when we're talking about I wrestling, the show right? Guys, that's on you. Here's a fun fact: after WrestleMania 30, Vince McMahon and WWE does not acknowledge WrestleMania having numbers. Okay, if you ever right. listen to them on commentary, they don't say yeah. WrestleMania 31, 32, 33, so forth. Why? Because Vince McMahon thought it was too old, so yeah. he doesn't want to have the numbers. Although he's anymore. old, is like F. Even though he is old as him. Mm -hmm. However, when you think about it, and I said this earlier when somebody was talking about their Mount Rushmore, it is difficult in this day and age for wrestling or any sport to have four people at their top when you have so many people that you can mention in anything. It's mm -hmm. arguable, but it's difficult. And the same thing can be said now when it comes to WrestleMania, biggest matches of all time. So, yeah, I'm going to have some honorable mentions, right? Here's go. I'm putting this order. Told you. <laughs> Tomorrow you can ask me my top five. I swear to God, it could change. That's right. how big something like this is. I say this all the time when we do this. That's my disclaimer right here. This is going to be a little controversial to some people. My honorable mention that I'm going to mention is not my top five is Rock versus Hogan, WrestleMania 18 in Toronto, Canada. Why? Icon versus icon. This is truly what it is. Past versus present at that time. The reason how come I'm giving an honorable mention and not my top five, because even though the crowd was hot, it was a banger of a match because of the crowd. 
the legs wise doesn't work because of the way it was mentioned, Rock shortly left WWE as a full time performer, so it didn't reach the real build that was supposed to be, but still a phenomenal and great match. My number, uh, next honorable mention, because I have three. The next honorable mention, Jesus. pretty much what Z said, right? Same thing. Rock Cena, once in a lifetime. This will be my number. This will be number two in my top five important matches of all time, biggest matches of all time, except for it became twice in a lifetime. Therefore, I can't mention the shit with them. Okay, they pissed me off. I'm still mad about it to this day. Don't want to talk about it. Anymore. That messed it all up. <laughs> that messed it up, right? This is another honorable mention. Triple threat match, WrestleMania 32, Dallas, Texas. It is a for the Royal Women's Championship. The greatest women's wrestler! <laughs> oh, my God. Look at her with the Diva Championship. Oh, my Charlotte Flair. You hear the babies in the back. Walked in with the Divas Championship. Walked out with the WWE Women's Championship. Later rechristened the Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. If you do not know the importance of that match, you don't know wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Now, that's not an insult. I'm just telling you the truth. You don't know wrestling. Therefore, I can't mention it. Let me go to my top five. This is where the controversy continues. My top five, somebody's going to argue with me. The greatest wrestling, biggest wrestling match it. of all time. We haven't seen it. Has not seen it. But, <laughs> it. but the criteria for this is not what is the best match. I already know it's not going to be the best match of all time. It's the biggest match. In any way you put it, never in the history of WrestleMania has there been two world titles up for grabs, one-on-one, winner-take-all, except for the world, I mean, world of SmackDown World Championship, which, guess what, is not showing up in this uh, thing. But this one is going to be number five, and because we haven't seen it, that's the reason it's number five. Hey, two weeks from now, it could be number three. My number four actually is another woman's main event, but it was from last year, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. This is a personal favorite. I can understand why some people might say, Chris, you're crazy. Two African-American women, one-on-one for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That is a memorable time. That is an honorable time, and that's something that can go down in history. Therefore, it is my number four. My number three is something that was similar to, uh, I think Mike and I were talking about this. This is similar to where we're going next week. And this is Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior, WrestleMania Six World Title versus the Intercontinental Title, winner takes all again uh, in Toronto, uh, Canada. So I got to go ahead and give it up to that. Toronto's getting a lot of things. My number two. <laughs> Arguably one of my favorite matches at WrestleMania for WrestleMania 17, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the reason I'll come out this is it is one, because some people might say this is the end of the Attitude Era. That's arguable. And two, this is when they started going back to big stadiums, something they continued to go for years and then got back out of it and went right back into it. But the only way they were going to fill up that stadium, and when you look at it, that crowd looked massive, even though it was 65,000, which is a smaller number than what it could usually look do massive. nowadays. It looked massive. And the reason it looked massive is because of these two, two of the greatest of all time, Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And my number one biggest match of all time, and I hate to give it to it because I hurt personally hate the match. However, it's what put WWE on the map. And that's Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, WrestleMania 3, Detroit, Michigan. That's my and that's a lot to dissect. We will dissect them. We're moving on. Nephew Corey the Wizard, my kicks is my fix. The boy got more hashtags than dice. I'm on. That's that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally think, like everything else, I invented AKAs. He knows that, but he also knows that he went further because he's younger and profit. I don't mean, but I still stroke it right. They don't matter. My kicks is my fix. Your top five biggest minion matches of all time. So it's funny. Um, me and the executive consultant think alike because I had three honorable mentions that all pretty much fall on the same line. Mm -hmm. I'll just mention them really quick. Was uh, HBK and Razor from WrestleMania 10. 
Hold on, hold Brent on, hold your thoughts. Because I think we think alike because we're Leos. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So since we're thinking a lot, you're talking about that one right there. Yep. Oh, yep. Talk to Absolutely. me, baby. What's up, King Absolutely. Coley? Uh, the other one, Brett Nolan from WrestleMania 10 also. Oof. Yes. Yeah. And the last one, just because of the significance of what happened, honorable mention is uh, Lesnar and Taker from 30. Mm. Mm. I thought so I had that. Five. I should have had that. I didn't put that on there because that's I on my Brock Lesnar list. I didn't put it on there. It's on my Brock list. Yeah, I got yeah, you. See, don't worry, we all we all we 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 all intelligent. That's why we all on the same wavelength. My number five and executive consultant already mentioned it was Warrior and Hogan. Like that's up in my childhood, up until you know, probably my teenage. That was probably the biggest WrestleMania match mm-hmm. that I can think of. Was that that was huge, especially for back then. Huge. Uh, four was Rock and Hogan from mm-hmm. eighteen, for me. Uh, three is Austin and Brett. Okay. That from thirteen, that one's probably the one that Austin and Brett. Yeah, okay. yep. From thirteen, that in in HBK and Razor, they weren't the main events, but they were two of the greatest WrestleMania matches ever, and they were pretty much almost middle of the cards. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, number two is Hogan and Andre. Okay. Um, and my number one for me, I sat on the floor for this. Still that's is the, nice. match, the only that's match nice. on the floor. Really oh, on the floor from watching live, and it is HBK and Taker from twenty five. Mm. Mm. That's I like I was I was literally exhausted after that match. I was I couldn't even move. Like I was I was talking to my homeboy. He was like I was like dog like the, to see it. I know what it was to see it on 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 tape and watch it live for people at home, but sitting in there. I, I just, I, nothing matches. That's the greatest wrestling match I've ever seen live. And I've gone to, that's I've gone to Mania every every year since then. And it's, <laughs> that's the greatest one I've ever seen live. That's the WrestleMania match of all time. That's that's my number one. We've already done yeah. top five yeah. matches, but that's that's arguably, I mean, it's it's just number one. So I yeah, it, yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah, absolutely agree. Not We're not worthy. No, can I can I just can I just impromptu mm-hmm. ask this question? Yeah. Um. Now, is that match held the greatest because of the story? I think a lot of, yeah, I think the story heavily factored into that. Um, I think the longevity of the two characters as well, because you could, that match, you could put on that match in that sequence with a, a majority, like majority of the superstars of any kind of stature, but because it's Sean and because it's the Undertaker, and it had been, you know, well over. It'd been like twelve years since they were on that kind of stage, of of a of a main event type deal. That it pretty, there was pretty much a generation that hadn't seen Sean yet, because the last time Sean and Taker fought, as y'all know, Sean was not gone yet. You know, this was ninety seven, ninety eight. So Sean had come back. There's a whole generation that hadn't seen him yet, and he'd been gone for, you know, almost 10 years. And to see that, to see the performance, knowing that it was pretty much probably the last time you're going to see him. And then you got them next year, really for the last time up until Saudi Arabia, we ain't going to go into that. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, the the, the performance they put on, it was one of the few times where I know a lot of people hate how people kick out of each other's finishers. And, you know, it makes wrestling Mm -hmm. look so like, oh my goodness, why is it called a finisher when you got to use it four times to finish somebody? Yeah, there, 
they made it to where it, it was believable that, oh, my goodness, Sean is kicking out of the Tombstone. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness, he's kicking out of the last ride. Taker's kicking out of Sweet Chain Music. That's they why in other so federations and other matches, really, I have a hard time doing it. It got to be certain guys can do yeah. it. Not everybody can do it. Yep. You, you and by the, by the time you were done with that match, I literally just, I went like, <sighs> that's exactly how I went in the match because I was like, oh, my goodness. I was taken on a roller coaster. That That's how it was. It really was like that. For me, that is the greatest WrestleMania match of all time right there. The biggest match in history. Listen, uh, King Vaughn Jr. coming back later. Uh, HBK versus Taker, number one, WrestleMania 25. Same as uh, both of these two gentlemen. Biggest match, Bretton Austin, 13. Austin Rock, two. Savage Steamboat, three, which is my favorite match of all time. And Bretton HBK from 12. I like that. And we got Derek Mitchell coming in WrestleMania three. Um, Hogan Andre, the giant, 18. Hogan Rock, number two. Mm -hmm. um, Stone Cold and Rock, three. Rock Cena, four. And WrestleMania six, um, Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, biggest matches in history. And listen, this is why I didn't want to do the you go, I go, you go, I go. Mm -hmm. right? See how fast he made the, the round clock to me? Honorable mentions. They're going to consult on it. He said it. And I, and, and I laughed at it when Dice said it because I think it's laughable too. But at the same time, it is winner take all that mania. I agree. With Brock versus Roman. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Time out. I got, if I can, really quick. I interrupted my top five? I had to. I had to. I'm okay. sorry. It, it makes my balls. See, see how it feels? This is what happens to me every balls. Tuesday and Thursday at UPRE, Mike. Every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, quiet, I'm quiet the whole time. Did it get to me? And everybody got some shit to say. Listen, it. If let's think about how great Angle versus Lesnar could have been. Okay, let's also talk? think hold on, hold on, time out. Let's think, let's also think about how great Lesnar versus Goldberg could have been, and the crowd shit on it. Who's to say the crowd won't shit on this match? We don't know yet. I, I know what I do for a fact. I know for a fact because Roman Reigns, they're going to put up ones. It doesn't matter. They're going to stand there when we come out. And in all the years, I cheer for Roman, and they laugh at me. Want to fight me. They're going to stand there and applause. Putting up ones. What are they going to do? Y'all just out here matter. free nothing over this match that ain't been had yet. You are aware that Roman Reigns does not do that much in his matches, right? He yeah, goes out there, the he does a basic moves, and then he just hypes up the crowd the entire time. Listen, I witnessed it firsthand for him and John like Cena. And by the way, we do a top five SummerSlam, a uh, biggest SummerSlam match of all time. Roman Reigns and John Cena is in the top five, right? And I was there. And I look back at that match like, wow, that match was really uninteresting. But we were so freaking into it because yeah. every time he did a move, he looked right at us and he was talking so much shit and the fans ate it all up. You could go out there, I bring up all Elite Wackness all the time, and you can do 18 flips as Adam Cole Bebe and you're not going to get the same reaction as you are when Roman Reigns goes out there and just as Mike says, you do it every single Monday because I'm right here with you, Z, and you're holding up the ones. You see how we stop people? Boom. That's all you got to do. That's all it is. It's I like a yes thing. It's, it's like, like, it's like a yes chant. It's better than a yes chant. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. This is just disrespectful, Vaughn. That's just disrespectful. You should be seeing wrestling. <laughs> All right, listen. Now, my other honorable mention, and it, let me just say this. Here's my caveat to today's show. I've always said this. 
whatever fan base you think I belong on, I belong on the intelligent fan base of I understand the, the business and I'm there for the business. With that being said, my other honorable mention, the mega powers explode with the Macho Man Randy Savage. And I Hulk. had that on my list. Hogan. I did. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> like how big this match was. Mm-hmm. I live this. If you didn't live this, you can't talk this. Mm-hmm. I live this. And this was next to some things we're going to talk about later in this time frame was the biggest match because you lust after Elizabeth Hogan. And then from that moment on, from that day, every, well, not every, that's not fair, but he lost a big portion of his fan base of trusting him that thought he was trying to bang off Elizabeth on the side. And he lost some fans and I was one of them. Also, one of my other honorable mentions, because for me, I think this is when the fan base turned. This is when the fan base said, we want somebody. Now, they heard us back in the day when it came to Mick Foley, but there was not social media. But WrestleMania 30 argued to me the greatest stage of all time. Y'all see the three X's. Y'all know how I spell my name. So literally, every time I can play WWE 2K, this is like my favorite entrance of all time. Has a three X's in the background. I absolutely love it. But Daniel Bryan winning these titles and the way in which he won those titles, biggest moments in WrestleMania history, along with, which I'll talk about later, with Brock's and his in his, his 20 years of Brock Lesnar, is WrestleMania 30 as well as him beating the streak. Okay, but my top five, it goes like this. Can I mention that you, um, when you mentioned that, that, that would not happen without this? That's all I'm saying. Okay, listen, that's true. All of all I'm gonna mention, you already said it to me. This is my top, this is my third favorite WrestleMania match of all time. Like, this is the match. Without this match, there is no Stone Cold Steve Austin, in my opinion. Yes, Austin 316 may have made him famous, but this match was just, I'm gonna shut up. Okay, WrestleMania 13, <laughs> that match right there. All right, and again, another honorable mention. You know what? Here it is. I'm just going to give it to you. Top five, here it is. At number five, Brett and Sean. If you know me, you know to me that number one is Bret Hart. Number two is Sean. Is, 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 I mean, number one is Sean Michaels. Number two is Bret Hart. Now, not number Owen one, was two. better than Bret. They're, Fight me. They're, they're 1.2, into my opinion. Is these two guys right here? WrestleMania 12. One, I feel like I'm the only one that really was not a fan of this match. The Iron Man. Listen, it's, it's the, the story that led up to the match, everything that went with the match. The, the match, match itself, itself was boring. It, you know what? It's, it's a 60 minute match. At that I, time, I've seen some 60 minute matches. Okay, that listen, were good. You're also like, I don't know, younger than me. I'm right. So him. you've <laughs> also mentioned that you've watched this later or even live. then. Just, just I watched this live. Okay, I watched it live too. How old were you 12 when you were 12 years old? Mm -hmm. At WrestleMania 12, how old were you? I'm sorry. Yeah, 12. 12. You were 12 at 12. Okay. Okay. So maybe you didn't like it. I'm always the same age as WrestleMania. It's not your biggest (laughs) matches. It's mine. Okay. No, that's fine. I just say, everybody always. At number five. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. At number five, right there. The overtime made it. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It's not about being the best match. I agree. I said that. I'm just it's saying. about being the biggest match. And at number five, it was. That Iron Man match made a difference. Okay. All right? At number four, still more match. Rock and Cena. The once in a lifetime. To me, it deserves to still make the list. Although, two in a lifetime made it worse. But again, Corey was there. Mm-hmm. The stories are what they are. I'm the moron in the, in the parking lot going for John Cena. Because I was here for the wrestling. You were one of five. It's- I was you no, I wasn't had a lot of kids going for Cena that day. It was just like 80 to 20. It was an 80 20 crowd. It was an 80 20 crowd. Rock didn't have all 100. That's MGK. It was 80 20. 
Well, no. Go I wouldn't go 80 I'm 20, going 20. Mike. No. That was I can't get 20. Can I get 10%? 90, 10. Is that, no. That was 90, 10? 90, 10. Okay. Me and the kids had to take. It was very pro rock. Me and the kids had to take. Either way, not that I don't love the rock. He's my fourth favorite of all time. I just thought Cena was right in the storyline in the wrestling. I said, I said what I said. Uh, yeah, before. the kids were there, but I mean, honestly, I know Mike, you're a fan, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm. No, it's fine. I was drinking the Kool-Aid of the storyline. The storyline. Yeah, I don't know, Rock. You left said, me. I can see why you said 80-20, but realistically, <laughs> that was 90-10 at best, if it was not more, because that was a very pro rock crowd, and you watching it back too. I've watched it back. I'm like, oof. Cena was at <laughs> his all time of being he like booed. It was yeah. really, really. Well, he was in my As an intelligent wrestling fan, I was stupid to go for this match and think that I had a chance to be. It wasn't as match. bad as one night stands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one night yeah. was yeah. hundred. No, one night yeah, 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 no, no, It no, was no, real. And here go ninety eight. That's like number one. That's how we go to wrestling. Y'all see the belts? Shout out to the shout out to the Godfather. Look at Corey up front there. <laughs> we have the signs and everything. Look at me in the background, always shining because I'm the tallest. All right, we was there. Okay, let me hey, let me ask you this real quick. Um, man, get to my goddamn five because man, I got a nice little tip, man. Three. Thank you. Did you, executive consultant? I see how you feel. At number three for me. At number three. I hate to say this again, but he deserves to be there. That's the picture that I had because I had pictures that don't show him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at number five, I mean number three, it was the biggest match. It was your, your two champions, your two biggest characters. Some would say at that moment, for like, let's say WCW speaking, WCW for thirteen weeks, Warrior might have been more popular than Hogan. Ken, okay, so him winning that title was amazing. At number two, to me, oh y'all see him laying a smack down on his candy ass. There he is, The Rock. And Hogan again, it seems to me that Hulk Hogan it, it's wrestling people that we wouldn't be here without this guy. Okay, it's the it's fact the there would be no WrestleMania without him. My other alter, um, what you call it, the honorable mentions, I did have WrestleMania one with him again and Piper and Mr. T. Yeah, that's a big one. Okay, but number one, that. we talked about it, it was a horrible match, but it made WrestleMania what it is today. Andre the Giant, historically around the world, was just known. He was, how can you be that big and not be known? We're not talking, talk, you gotta understand that social media didn't exist back then. So, Jordan, Jackson, Tyson, Dre, uh, Hogan, they all were just different superstars back then. Today, they wouldn't be that way, but they were then. Those are my five biggest matches of all time. We've had a couple of the same in there and honorable mentions as well in there. We're gonna hold that conversation. And we're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back, y'all. Keep your comments coming. We're going to share them after the break as well. But we'll be right back with uh, this conversation. And don't forget, we the ones. We the ones. Taker is a a respected voice, but then he becomes the only voice. Because they left. Yeah. So you're you're saying if they stay, he doesn't rise to that stature. Correct, but I don't see him retiring. Like, I mean, you still got to. He him. may not retire. I mean, I'm he just saying retired. he retires earlier than whenever he did, right. <laughs> which I guess would be like two years ago. I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. the, gimmick, the gimmick definitely has to change, and you may not get the streak as long as you did. 
if those guys, I think the streaks. You know what? I will say that you know what to to that point, Glenn and, and Champ. Let me know what you think about this. I don't now if if Diesel and uh, Hall, you know, if they're not leaving, does Taker beat Diesel at WrestleMania twelve? Right. No. Probably not. No. No, he doesn't. I don't see it. If he's staying, no. No. Yeah, that's a because that's one of the you know it's so funny because I think I think at that point if we if we really don't know but I think at that point Vince kind of knows. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When was Taker's contract up? Whew. And you know what? I really don't know, and the he only was, reason why I say it, I really don't know is because it, it it seems like they all it seems like he never put up a true fight as far as negotiations, negotiations. to say you better give me this or I think circumstances okay so, I think so, circumstances lend it to Vince never really lowballing him not that he would but the, the opportunity never pre- when negotiations happened I think Vince knew because of the circumstances of where they were as a company I've got to keep Taker I've got to so I, okay. I think it never gets to that point so Go so ahead. let's say let's insert okay okay there's too many big men on that roster so now instead of Razor and Diesel leaving, let's say Taker leaves. Yeah. And because he there's nothing there for him, right? Yeah. Let's say he Diesel wins 12. Taker's like, all right, you know what? I gotta get out of here, right? Mm-hmm. He goes and he shows up over there with Luger. Yeah. See, here's here's the problem though, champ. Yeah. Luger's already over. Luger's been there a year pretty much right. by almost by the time that happens. That's the only thing that sucks. You have to in a perfect world since we're already fantasy booking it anyway, you would have to have Luger leave 8 months later like from when he did. Wait, hold on, time out. I'm going to make you laugh. Where was Sid at this time? <laughs> man, listen. <laughs> My gosh. I know, man. But no. I'm there, seriously, where was he? <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny? I think he was just nowhere because <laughs> <laughs> he was playing Sid baseball. <laughs> because the t- the real timeline of that, Sid came back in the summer of '96. So yo 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 yo, it's crime time. E S T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N W O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is King Vaughn Jr., host um, of the Victorious Ones podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at 301KingVaughnJr and on Instagram at Mr. King Von Jr. And so, of course, this, this week in wrestling history, um, on March 20th, 1994, WrestleMania 10 took place in Madison Square Garden. That night, Bret the Man Hart defeated Yokozuna to win his first W. I mean, to win his second WWF Championship that night, and, his, and also uh, Shawn Michaels versus Ray, Shawn Michaels versus Ray Ramon for the Inter- Intercontinental Championship in the very first ever uh, ladder match at WrestleMania. And also on March twenty third, nineteen ninety seven, Bret the Man Hart defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania thirteen in a submission match. And also March twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one, WrestleMania seven took place where um, where Ultimate Warrior defeated Macho Man Randy Savage. 
and um, and so so of course in the WWF Championship, HH, let's just call him, uh, def- defeated Sergeant Slaughter for the WWF title, and also when uh, also as far as our birthday shoutouts, I want to you know of course first and foremost I want to give a shout out to my mom Wanda Resper, um, greatest mom in the world. Um, that was on March twentieth uh, yesterday, and also on March twentieth the franchise WCW icon Sting turned sixty three, Spike Lee turned sixty five. On March 21st today, happy birthday to ESPN analyst and um, LA Sparks power forward Chine Ogumike, who turns um, who turns 30. And also um, on March 22nd, Stephanie Mills turns 65. William Shatner turns 91. Uh, music legend George Benson turns 79. Uh, sport sports legend sports cast, casting legend Bob Costas turns 70. On March 23rd, Shaka, uh, music legend Shaka Khan turns 69. The late great Moses Malone. A Hall of Famer would have turned 67. On March 24th, The Undertaker turns 57. Peyton Manning turn, turns 46. Lana turns 37. On March 25th, Aretha, uh, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin would have turned 80. Elton John turns 75. On March 26th, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith turns 74. Teddy Pendergrass would have turned 72. And Marcus Allen uh, turns 62. So thank you very much. And those are those are your, uh, those are your weekend, weekend wrestling history facts. As well as well as the birthday shoutouts, and of course, you can find out more about these on um, the Victorious Ones podcast. And once again, thank you very much, Mike. Back to you. Um, and Twitter was ablaze about this. They loved. If I could just get a photo of this, they loved Nikita for for many reasons. Um, I like her. I feel like she has a lot of presence about her. You know, she. I feel like that's definitely her strong suit. I, I, can you put that photo up? Because I can tell you what uh, most people like about her. Yeah, she has a lot of presence about her because she's not wearing <laughs> no. But look, all I'm saying is I need to see more. Uh, some people might want to see more also. But I, I, I want to see more of her in the ring. And then we'll talk uh, about what she can do. But once again, and I, you know, I think the main roster has a tremendous amount of women talent on there. I think NXT has a tremendous amount of women talent on there, which is they're showcasing in this Dusty Cup uh, challenge. Uh, it's, it's, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. It's a good time to be a fan of women's wrestling because they are going to take over. I think they're. And there it is. And there was listen guys i am mike knox i am your host there's the my man dz is silent podcast my kicks is my fix you think you got sticker game i don't know about you and the executive consultant listen guys wrestlemania weekend upon us we are almost here the unpopular review is gonna be everywhere if you there we there you eating a steak we eating a steak you buying some merch we buying some merch you're going to SmackDown in the Hall of Fame? We're going to SmackDown the Hall of Fame. I'm just not going to Raw or SmackDown Hall of Fame. I want to WrestleMania. But we are going, meaning they are. So with that being said, back to the program. I want to get to your comments real fast. The VO, the voiceover was cool because you did the voiceover. CC uh, <laughs> Crawford chiming in. My time for being late. Uh, busy Monday. This is how I start my work week around the blocks. Work is just not the same without it. You know what? That's funny. That's funny you make that comment. Thank you for the shirt. E-A-E-F-N-W shirt came from that guy right there. Appreciate the love. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, you're a sucking whore. And uh, what happened to the picture? And pictures doing a commercial break. I don't know. <clears throat> I need to zoom out right there. But the blame stream yard, up. bro. Blame stream yard. Yeah, blame stream yard. The ones go up. 
Uh, Bianca versus Sasha over Hawk <laughs> and Andre. You're Jesus. tripping. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll be that, but that's just my opinion, Vaughn. All right. Can we, can WrestleMania pre-show match be, um, honorable mentions? So what WrestleMania pre-show match do you want to put yeah, in there? What WrestleMania pre-show match He's talking about his when he was dressed up. Oh, yes. 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 I was there for that one. Orlando in the yes. crowd. You did go there and jump in there. The one in Orlando. You don't know the numbers. Don't keep playing. 33 and 24. 33. So the second okay. one. The last one. All right, so, yeah, they made the news and everything. <laughs> Jumping and railing. He was the he was the Rey Mysterio character that was in the crowd fighting. Depending on what side of the city he was on. Oh, snap. What's up, fellas? Cousin Corey in the house. What's going on? 28 is my favorite mania. 20 first. is my favorite. It was my first, first mania. First, first. Oh, first mania. Wow, that was your first two, um, Mo. I didn't know that. Listen, that was my first. And I'm I'm sorry, I watched that match again this past weekend. And it ended up in an era match was just yeah, <laughs> just, just like I was I didn't see Hell of Heaven and Hell. I didn't get to see those live. So I can't even imagine. And I'm being honest when I say this, because I was in 28 and Yuffie wasn't there. You don't know what I went through. So if those were better than that, then oh my God, because end of an era was... Yeah, Taker Triple H parentheses, I mean, Taker Triple H one parentheses two was actually really, really that's good. My, that's, my, like, that's my... At 27. 27, that's my first yeah. WrestleMania. And of all everything at WrestleMania I remember at 27 is that damn match, because yep. that match had me like, oh my God. Yeah. Absolutely. I gotta make. They I gotta make fun of them. Hey, Dice, what was your first WrestleMania? I've never been to WrestleMania. What? You're an <laughs> asshole, Mike. You knew the answer to that. I, I have to agree with that. that was, oh, he used this one walk off. <laughs> he, he used this one walk off, and I did that early on purpose. But he did that also. You can see it right there. Make sure you go to Facebook.com Gaming the Z is silent. All right. Uh, I can't see the rest because it's chairs in the goddamn way. So you're trying to give a cheap pop, but it's not. We can't see it. I'm right. getting another walk off because that was bullshit. <laughs> can I only do three honorable mentions? Rock and Dragon. St- Listen. Until a few years ago, and Corey, Corey would tell you this, and Dice would tell you this, that's my favorite match of all time. The pace of WrestleMania 3, Steamboat and Savage, has never been matched, in my opinion, only other than, help me out, you two smart ones down at the bottom who know your, your stuff, Insurrection, Hardy versus RVD. I never thought Jeff Hardy could no. wrestle until <laughs> that match. Your invasion. Invasion. There it is. There it is. I knew it was invasion. <laughs> July. I wanted to correct one. Yeah, I knew it was invasion. July one. But that was the Kurt first Angle time I thought Shawn that Jeff Hardy could wrestle. Crazy that match. Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 21. In my opinion, if I were to have the top five WrestleMania match of all time, it's definitely a contender to be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say it's one of the biggest though. So I, I still disagree. Yeah. But, uh, it's everybody's yeah. opinion. Yeah, that is. We're not over a thousand WrestleMania matches. Yeah. Tell tell them executive consultant. We're not talking best matches though. We're talking like. Like, I didn't put Hogan Andre, Hogan and Andre, number one, because that match was a scientific, amazing, you know, it was what put them on the map. You know what I mean? We're talking about biggest matches. Go ahead, Corey. Mike, it's funny how, you know, not that we all forgot it, but it's just, think of how big those matches are that none of us mentioned uh, Savage and Warrior from Seven. Which was also a very good match. Oh, that was a horrible match. Savage no, but, uh, yeah, yeah, in theory, I, I thought wrestling wise it was bad. For, I know, but story wise, oh, story wise, absolutely, he's up there. That's why he's mentioning it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, and honestly, 
it wasn't as it compared to those other matches. Yes, it's bad, but it wasn't as bad as people. You know, a lot of other people have made it out to be. It's it's watchable. It's definitely watchable. It was the best match of the night. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For that night. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's not even close. Not close. Yeah. So Seven that was that where? Really good. You're too smart, guys. You. You said what? Kevin was located where? Oh, good. Eight is Indianapolis. Seven is yeah. Seven they, is LA. Yeah, because okay, they had to move it. They had to move it because they were getting so five threat. was yeah. Atlantic City, they, right? They, AKA they sorry, five was, five Atlantic, was Atlantic City. City four, right? four and five were Atlantic City. Right. Five was when I lied to all my friends in school and told them I went to WrestleMania because technically, mm. if you're in the tri-state area, there was a little thing called Lucky Limo that would take people like gamble to the casinos every weekend. My grandmother was a casino player every weekend. This happened the weekend I happened to go to Atlantic City with her and my mom. WrestleMania was there. <laughs> and so I had a program that I brought home because they were selling programs everywhere for WrestleMania. So to everybody, technically, my first WrestleMania was WrestleMania 5 because I wasn't in the bit. What the hell? Executive consultant, what are you doing? I didn't do anything. He left and it, it, it fixed the thing, but I was reading a comment. Okay. Uh, that just was weirdo. He got, he got, you know, he got kicked somehow. We got, he'll be back. He'll be back in a second. Yeah. So, um, here we go with this one. Brock versus Roman will add to the lineage of all time. Great performances going one on one, like Hogan versus Andre Hogan versus Seth. God damn all these Hogan's versus warrior Brett versus Stone Cold Cold and and so forth. Now I, I did say this and I meant it like, I hate to say it, but Hogan is there when it comes to the biggest matches in WrestleMania. Is there anybody that's going to um, headline more WrestleMania than Hulk Hogan? Hulk no. Hogan made a headline, what, eight or nine? The first nine of them, yeah. Well, yes, because nine. even the tournament, yeah. the, the tournament, see, with four, four. I still consider it a head, the, the guy's on the box. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he's on the cover of it, and and they got a and Hulk and Andre got a buy in that first in that in that from the first, the first round. round. I definitely think he's a headliner for WrestleMania four. Plus, so the remember, first nine are his, arguable in my opinion, but the first nine are his. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I and the only person that looks like it might come close is probably maybe Triple H, maybe Roman Reigns, but I don't think Roman Reigns is going to break it. No, I really don't. I think he'll retire before then. I think he'll retire before then. You know, I think he'll retire before then as well. Undertaker's I, WrestleMania streak will never be uh, redone. No, ever. never. Yeah, so. no. Listen, so we had our biggest matches. There you go. Now, I also, I want to get into this because I'm saving the best for last of me, which is the what if. So I want to give honorable mention to today's show and the next big thing, Brock Lesnar spending 20 years in wrestling. And this is the last 10 years. On and off. Right. On, I don't matter. I don't care about that part-time shit. I don't want to hear that. Because every time, he came, 2004 to every time he comes back, he's relevant. And every time he comes back, whether you want to see him or you don't want to see him, you have to believe he's going to win or he's going to, you know, it's just what it is. Look at the transformation of this guy. He went from, as my wife would say, not my words, her words. Look, babe, before he had a dick on his chest. Every time she sees that tattoo, she says he had a dick on his chest. That's her words, not mine. <laughs> and she's screaming from the kitchen, that's a fact. Okay. I heard. All right. So, here he is, seven-time WWE champion, three-time Universal champion, two-time Royal Rumble winner. He ended the streak, which, as I say, storyline-wise, I wouldn't have had him do it. But for heat magnet-wise, no one in the history of this business, and I mean rock or no one, could have taken this on like 
Brock Lesnar to end the streak. Money in the Bank winner. <laughs> Who saw that coming? 2002 King of the Ring. And, I mean, just, what, 1,000 as all as world champion during career. Like, that's 1, just 1,497. Never held a mid-card title. Never, never held a tag team title. Don't even think he even went for one of those titles. No, I don't know <laughs> either. So, no, oh, wrong bet, wrong card. Definitely, definitely a shout out to Brock Lesnar. The man legitimizes everything. Whether you love him or hate him, every time you put him on a card, more butts are getting paid for the, uh, being put in the seat, yep. and more people have eyes. I always represent Mustafa Ali climbed the ladder to get the money to bank that place was quiet. Uh, quiet. Brock Lesnar's music hit. Everybody gets out the seat. Wanted. Everybody was complaining about it, but everybody was out of their seat, and that's the reaction you want. Brock Lesnar getting bloodied up in Madison Square Garden a couple weeks ago was the highest viewed video on WWE's Instagram. Keep so, that in mind. That's why Brock Lesnar headlines. Executive consultant, funny story about that money in the bank one. So I went to that money in the bank. I was, was mm. that, that, that's not, no, Brock, yeah. Where's, where's that I one at? sitting down, and, you know, we're watching our league, and I'm sitting there. Is I'm that Philly? Like, oh, my goodness. No, that's not Philly. about to win. It's so funny that you mentioned that. The second Brock Lesnar's music hit, this guy maybe two or three seats down from me, I could see him. He's like, you got to be kidding me. He was so <laughs> mad at that because he knew it was over. And I told my boy, I was like, yo, it's over. Brock's winning it. Soon as he, I heard his music, like, yep, Brock's winning it. It's and it was easy. It would not have worked if Mustafa won. They place you were there. You have first experience. I haven't met anybody mm -hmm. who's there. For on TV, it looked like the crowd was dead. And most of the time, oh, when somebody's worked. climbing they up, worked. most of the time when somebody's climbing up that ladder, whether they like him or hate him, they get some kind of reaction. It looks like they're about to get it. They were dead. Mm -hmm. A lot of people came. were rooting for Finn in that match. That that would have been a better choice. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, but it still was Finn Brock. In that match. But yeah, going people to, are going to Brock, talk. Is going to, Brock is going to have people talking. Brock no came what. back at SummerSlam in 2021 in Las Vegas, Nevada. I had the pleasure of being there. Mm -hmm. I was holding the camera. I didn't expect his ass to be there. I dropped my phone. Because I was yeah. like, oh, my God, it's fucking Brock Lesnar. I was right? expecting somebody. I was recording it. I was there, too, and I was recording. I, I was like, well, uh, somebody's coming. The place like, somebody's got to be coming. Like They're the not going to end nuts. it like this. And Brock, so you was, like I said, you were there, too. Brock Lesnar's music hit. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I told my boys, like, yo, this is going to be a Brock babyface run, and it's going to be great. And it has and, been and great. And that's immediately what and I it said. It has been great. It has been great. Look at and what he's has done. Been. He's won the world title, what, like two times there? He was inserted mm -hmm. in day one, and he won it. He came back to Elimination Chamber. What, what does won, Brock do? He won the World Rumble. He won, and now he's mm -hmm. had a lot of WrestleMania. And when everybody Again. thought it was going to be Rock and Roman, Brock came in and said, I'm going to fuck this shit up. That's what I do. Ooh. And that's what he's done. <laughs> Dice. <laughs> Going with you, biggest. I mean, twenty years of the next big thing to the beast, the big thing. In, in, incarnate. And I remember watching him, and I think Brock's done everything. I, I, I'm one of them guys who I don't complain about what Brock does. I don't. I, I, this storyline was amazing to me. You know, him doing this, trying to even pull this off, and for what it's worth, if he wasn't so far around and got darn ring, he would have pulled it off. Him and, and 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 how he put over later in his years, how he put over Keith Lee for what it's worth. I'm one of them fans who bought that to him being with Paul Heyman. My favorite title of all time, next to the tele television title. It's the first purchase I've ever had. And when I started belt collecting, was the undisputed title. I just thought it was amazing looking. It was just an amazing looking belt to me. And then to what he's doing now, him and Roman, the beast, Dice. I start with you. Your thoughts, 20 years of Brock Lesnar. Uh, what he debuted in 02, 03? That oh, he, two. He's, he's he's in he's like in arguably, 
he's in arguably the greatest wrestling class ever presented, which is like, yeah. which is like arguably like the 96 NBA class or the 2003 NBA class with LeBron, Melo, and Wade and Bosch. Like he's part of that ilk. And there in, in that class, all of those guys are Hall of Famers. Even so you're not Shelton gonna mention Vince. Darko? That's cool. Joe Dumar yes. fucked up the church's money when he didn't draft my guy Mello. He fucked up the church's money. He fucked it up. But um <laughs> and, and I remember being in high school, and the only reason I wanted to watch Raw was to see this guy who was big as fuck. And I was like, I looked, I'm like, yo, this dude is demolishing people. What about SmackDown mm-hmm. first he debuted on? He debuted on yeah, Raw. 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 Hey, listen, listen, I don't listen. Hardcore title. That's match. all no, you I'm just like, you know, he debuted on Raw. Okay. He became a SmackDown um, God, that's official his, that's his after yeah. August. After August, after yeah. he won the WWE title. And I just remember, yeah, like, yeah. watching him <laughs> weekly, weekly, just killing everybody. I'm like, I didn't like it, you know, how he treated some of my favorite guys, but it's like, man, it's undeniable. Like, he had something. Mm -hmm. And the moniker, the next big thing, it fit him. It fit him. I used to get the magazine back then, and the magazine said this. This is, (laughs) no, listen, this is why I thought um, Morgan was going to be great. He was there. He was dubbed the blueprint. I saw the article. No, he was the the blueprint. No, he was the blueprint in, in TNA. TNA. In TNA, he wasn't the blueprint. What the hell was bullshit? He was something in that magazine. No, he, he was stuttering Matt Morgan with Carlito. That's he was he was yeah. a jobber. He, yeah, he was a jobber. He wasn't a blueprint until he hit like 2010, and he went I'm to Impact, go, listen, which I thought he was going to come back to WWE. The history of Mike Knox, who has been drinking, I, I, I you know, like you have that. Fo- I, I don't have a memory memory, but I have a photographic memory. I remember this picture. They did they, maybe, and maybe that's where TNA got it from. It wasn't like it's not like WWE called him this, but in the magazine, Matt Morgan was. Yeah, it, it, it could have been that, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't mean the overall name. Yeah, okay. Absolutely not. Okay. No, I meant what I saw in the magazine because speaking about Brock in the magazine, I would purchase it all the time. Like, I, I would buy magazines back then because I was doing like stupid, like selling news publications, and I, I had a whole, I had a whole wall. But I had, a, you know, I was, I thought I was big time. I had a wall I could put up pictures, so I always put up wrestling pictures. And the next big thing in the blueprint was up there with it, along with Triple H on Judgment. And, and to Dice's point too, I just wanted to throw this in there. What's funny, but that debut with uh with Lesnar was so impactful. That spot that they did, it, they did with Spike Dudley when he came off the top with with the broomstick and broke it over his head, and then Brock just kind of shook it off and then clotheslined him. That made it to the video game. Like, how do you? Woo! They incorporated that into the video game. The next, the, I think, here comes the pain. Was the next one after that? Would somebody he, would hit that motherfucker? He'd be like, "Yep." The fuck and then clotheslined. Clotheslined the shit out. Boy, yeah, everybody created that a wrestling headache. Game, like how? That's how impactful that was. They put it in the video game, like, mm-hmm. and then that triple power bomb he was doing. My God, yeah, that so was one God of the he best don't do that anymore. Because <laughs> he's very stiff. But one thing about Brock Lesnar, his first year in wrestling, actually his first two years in wrestling before he took an eight-year break from mm-hmm. wrestling. Okay, was so impactful they still could not wait for him to come back. Two years. Yep. Only other person that kind of matched that is Ronda Rousey. Who was there for a year and people were clamoring for her to come back. Her break was longer than her time in WWE. Right. Brock Lesnar in his first year debuted, won the King of the Ring tournament, then went on to SummerSlam, beat the Rock in the main event for the world title, went mm-hmm. on and won the War Rumble, and then went on to WrestleMania and main event it again and beat Kurt Angle for the world title. This was all the first year, arguably the most impressive first year, arguably 
the most impressive first year. Nathan Jones, biggest disappointment as a big man. <laughs> um, Next big don't thing, don't forget, that. don't forget, Drew McIntyre was sorry, the chosen one. Giant uh, Gonzaga. Yeah, that. But he was wasn't. Hard. He wasn't big. He wasn't big. He was. Yeah, slender. but you said big man. It don't matter. That's considered. He was a giant. Like, and that's the biggest. They tried to get Lesnar back in like 05, and he said, "Nah, I'm good right now." Listen, remember favorite, they, they one of my favorite Lesnar moments was him throwing Zach Gowan down the steps. I was about to say you were the evil. You were the evil. I thought that was. it was fucked up, but it was also like. That's my wife's favorite one because she remembers these words breathe. exactly. Here we go. I can't breathe. <laughs> I tried to find the pitch, but all I kept finding was Big Show with him on the gurney. But I remember Brock <laughs> smacking him like a baseball bat against Ray Mysterio. People talk about the dartboard. That, 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 was, big, that was Big Show and Ray Mysterio. It was Big Show. Listen. That big show when he threw him there and he was, oh, yeah. I can't breathe, was the funniest. That's what led to the Brock Lesnar uh, big yeah. show stretcher match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was actually a pretty good match. Yeah. Two yeah. two, two last things in, in my, point, again, much, my point with Brock. Um, I think that the biggest, even though he was the next big thing when he first came in, when he came back for the first time mm-hmm. and he became, he, he became the suplex city guy, when he fucked up Cena... That shit was gold. That shit was gold. And the wrestling fans tried to deny it and say he he didn't have nothing but suplex. Yeah. But but that oh without they they did not watch that. They didn't like it at all. He fucked him up. He fucked up Triple H too. Um, but uh, my last he still hurt Bobby Lashley. He would be at WrestleMania this year if not for Brock Lesnar. I'm but sorry, you know what? Uh, I'm actually kind of glad that Bobby Lashley's not going to be WrestleMania because who will he wrestle? Yeah, they don't have yeah, much people don't care. I want to see a black if, champion. If, if anything it's, at this point, if anything at this point, it would probably be Bobby Lashley y'all versus saw Seth black Rock. champions. Can I see? I still think they would have been uh, Lashley, and I still and think they would bury Lashley on that. It could have been um, Lashley and Omos because yeah, I remember Raw last year. They actually had a spot where the two of them were facing off, and the fans went nuts. So actually, mm-hmm. that's pretty good because right now they want Omos and WrestleMania, and I have no freaking idea who to go ahead. Uh, Andre's a giant champion. Yeah, I personally avoided the spoilers. But I'm, I usually go on my spoiler embargo at this point because I know I'm going to Mania, so it's no spoilers. It, it, that's the yeah. dirt sheets, Corey. Yeah, no, the I mean, th- there's been names floating around. I didn't look, but I know there's names floating around. I somebody pretty big around. for Omos, but it has yeah. to be somebody you're bringing in because All there's nobody yeah, on the current roster. All I can't be Cody Rhodes. That's Seth, Seth Rollins. That's Seth Rollins. That makes yeah, more sense for to be Seth Rollins. But, Omos, it has to be somebody. If you're going to make somebody big, who's going to, going to lose? Let's okay. be real. They're going no to lose offense. Omos. We got thought 30 minutes left. No more Omos. Give me your your your, your Brock Lesnar 20 years. What well, last thing? Last thing. Go, go I just want to say, um, the the uh, <laughs> in which Commander Aziz and Omos got the most oh. views on fucking YouTube. You got like two million WWE. views. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. big mofos. <laughs> yeah. Because you yeah. don't have to be, I say this every time, you don't have to be a wrestling fan. If you're scroll, scrolling through your shit and you see two seven-feet monsters in a ring, you're going to stop and look as opposed to, you no know, offense once again, Adam Cole and Adam Page. You're going to look. And that's why <laughs> it got over two million. I'm being real. If you're not a wrestling fan, you're looking and you're thinking, oh, my children might like this, and they see Adam Cole. But your wife's a man. My sons love oh, Kane, uh, Big Show. They, nice. they just they like they, they love Giants. Oh, who's 
When you see that as a non-wrestling fan, you're looking just like Brock Lesnar did in 2021 Rumble when Keith Lee came out. Oh, big motherfucker. That's yeah. how you're looking. And that's why I got so many views to see Omos bitch out Commander Aziz because that's what Aziz was looking like. That's how you're <laughs> Aziz was looking like he got bitched out. And then Corey Gray trying to sell it. Corey Gray trying to sell it. Oh, like, oh, you see Commander Aziz is not fearful. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? This man look like he's scared of fucking Dabo Kato, Skip. We don't Dabo Kato. Whatever. All right. Hurry up. Go. The, the, the Brock that we see today was opened by Boombox Brock. Oh, not Boombox. Mm-hmm. It was opened by Boombox Brock. Like, who knew that Brock Lesnar could be so fucking entertaining just by putting this shit to his fucking head and... and, 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 and his heel yeah, work in 2003 like, to 2004, he was doing shit like that all the time. Yeah, but I give you that. With the Guerrero. But I give with, you that. with the Mariachi. With the yes. <laughs> but the I give Mariachi. you that one. Yes. I give you that one. Yes. He, when he did this, people were like, oh, oh, he gets to show a side that he doesn't normally get to see. You can tell right now of all 20 years, I mean, this mm-hmm. is my summation, of all 20 years he's been in the business, he has never had as much fun. He's admitted in Orlando. He has yeah. never had as much fun as you can tell he is having right now just going out there and being silly. I see this man when he won the title at day one in Atlanta. He went to a restaurant. He was taking pictures with fans. This man don't do that shit, right? No, he does not. Mick Foley <laughs> said in his little comedy show, he said the reason why Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker is because he doesn't give a fuck about you. And that was the truth. He don't give a fuck. He said in a Stone Cold interview, he was like, this is a job to me. I come in, I clock in, I clock out. Now he's saying, oh, these people don't know how to get anybody over. You got to go out there. You got to make something of yourself. And he's doing it. Which is why he's headlining. He might put me support me putting it up. He's headlining WrestleMania as one of the biggest and greatest matches of all time in name. Nah. And Natty, Natty said in an interview that he's, he sees him doing stuff that you know he wasn't known to do, and that's sit down and watch matches and then give advice. There's a picture that shows him and Cena sitting in Gorilla watching the Undertaker at WrestleMania 31. We don't know. We we haven't known Brock to do that as much. Documents that we see WWE do, we don't see him in the back. We'll see Cena. We'll see. We'll see Seth. We'll see Roman. We'll see all the big guys. But we don't see Brock because once Brock gets done with his match, he's gone. But, but you know now, he likes somebody. He, yeah, yeah. You know he and likes somebody. Say, he respected. They his say that he's one of the most personable people. Yeah backstage that he's ever been and natty says like she she gives she gets advice from brock on a, a weekly basis and he does it with all mm-hmm. the talent now so this is mm-hmm. him giving back and i think that I, I think that it when it comes to veterans when they get in this late stage of their careers mm-hmm. you often hear stories about them now giving back and it's not mm-hmm. it's not about their win-loss record at that point mm-hmm. the one person i don't think that ever is giving back is fucking goldberg Let's be honest. What the fuck can you learn from Goldberg? He well, I mean, he'll put you over. On, yeah, he'll put you over. And <laughs> and Lesnar wasn't he'll almost break your right fucking now. neck in the Undertaker. Let's not forget. Let's not give Lesnar his flowers, <laughs> which he should have his flowers anyway. On all the horror stories we heard about Brock, Lesnar he did like day. Braun Strowman. I tell you that. You know what I'm saying? And and even and I always mention this. Austin not trying to you know drop his title to Lesnar to me. He's always and been he, a big re- he he regrets that. You know what I'm saying? But. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna halt that rest of that conversation. Comment below. Let us know. Um, exactly. So Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. One Corey. small thing I want to throw in there, uh, just about Lesnar and his impact on the business of 20 years. I just throw this in there. Cena and Batista never make it as big if Brock stays. 
I agree. 100%, especially Cena, which is yeah. why when Brock came back, he went right out to see this ass. Yeah. <laughs> because they knew it. I agree. He told him, like, hey, if I stayed, you would have got half that rub. You would have. You wouldn't have had those titles. And Batista knew it so much. He still didn't want another Brock. Because when Batista came back in 2014, I thought he was to me, before the before the eat sleep suplex repeat, Cena and him had some good matches to me on SmackDown those SmackDown years. They were I really did. You were trying to tell me that Batista wouldn't be walking for miles inside that pit of danger? This is what you're telling me? He would have walked through miles and they hit a roadblock. And yeah. then Roblox name is Brock. Yeah, take, take, real walk take, your, take, take your walk off. Take your walk off. <laughs> Batista would have tried to stay on Raw so much while Brock's on SmackDown. <laughs> and then Brock got to the draft over Raw. Batista was like, hey, Vince, I need you to draft me on the SmackDown. Yeah. Have we, have we, real, real quick question, have we ever gotten a Brock versus Batista? No, AJ because Styles. Batista ain't won none. Can we play AJ Styles song real quick? I'm telling you, <laughs> we don't have AJ Styles song. It's illegal. Well, I'll tell you what, it's in Batista's hand. Because when Batista came back in 2014, that money match should have been Batista versus Brock. Because yeah. Batista just had MMA training, all this shit. But you know what? He had his MMA match. And that would have that would have been just he as big it. as Bobby versus Brock. He didn't want it. He didn't want it. He had one MMA match. He said, This shit ain't for me. And he saw Brock and he said, but You he know won. what? He didn't, hey guys, he didn't want to I'm do it going anymore. on to the won. last subject of today. Uh-huh. And that is the hold up, hold up, hold up. up. No, I'm not holding up. I got a family thing to do. And this is the motherfucker's thing. Uh Taker's a Taker's a respected voice, but then he becomes the only voice. Because they left. Yeah. I really think it's equal because I, because of the impact of that each had. Razor Ramon is the character that people know that were in and out of wrestling that your your parents know, or because in the early '90s. But everybody with the wrestling revolution knows Scott Hall. But you know both characters. You really know both characters. That's why I always thought it was a true testament to his career of how good he was. Because you equally knew each character was equally impactful for their own reasons. I could give you five Chris uh, other ones in that in that ilk. Why um, you disrespect what the what say? What say? like that? Hold on, what do you say? Even when it comes to factions, the NBA and the Four Horsemen have been surpassed. I don't disagree. I've said that. Don't look at don't. I, I told you. I thought that this fucking shield was. I, no, listen, he walks away from the thing. I'm not saying they're love more, okay? Because they're not. They're not, they're not, they're not. If there was no horsemen, there would be none of these other factions that have existed and had the longevity these guys have had. And I'm still taking nothing from the four horsemen. They're definitely the mountain. Listen, guys, we are back. We are back around the blocks wrestling show with Mike Knox and the Silent. But you just said you said that was the last segment, so I just wanted to get in my quick little tidbits that I found out earlier this week. I just wanted to touch on them a little bit because I know we're going to go into this this whole what-if segment, and you're going to skip over my little tidbits that I think that we should talk about. There was no Cody Rhodes. Are you mad? Are you glad? 
It, do you want him to to, to arrive in he'll WrestleMania? Be there, he'll be there tonight, or if not, my WrestleMania, nobody cares. Moving on. Okay, okay, Mr. Oh, Knox. Wait a minute. All right, on, well, I'm not nobody cares. I care. I'm, a, I'm the biggest Cody Rhodes fan any of y'all know, so keep going. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but, you know. I, you know I'm a bigger Cody Rhodes fan than you. I got, I got, got a bigger Cody Rhodes fan than me. I got a nightmare shirt. What? That's because you like rainbows. That don't mean shit. I'm the biggest Stardust fan. No, um, you're not. No, okay, no. so we got reports from a, we got reports from a live show that Bianca Belair she her throat is fucked up. That's all storyline. Okay, hold on though. I like it. I like where this is going because they already are replacing her with meet and greets with the Miz. Yeah, so yeah. they are put they are putting this thing off Story as though it right is there. very yeah. very true. And does this make this match more desirable than? Then any did any match that, that any encounter that they've had, or are you just kind of mad on it? Well, the reason how come they're doing that is because they're being very careful with the talent because they don't want any injuries going to WrestleMania. So they did not just do it with her; they did also they with Becky Lynch, um, Roman, and Brock have been staying away from each other for the most part. Because Probably of AJ Styles as well. AJ Styles as well. You are absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, moving yeah. on. AJ. Yeah. So they're doing that. So, but that's why. So no, I mean for television wise, not as good. But I understand the point of it because it'll be a shame if somebody gets injured. And you have to stop that from the thing because it happened similar to SummerSlam. Oh, I don't know how many back and trying to have up their sleeve. <laughs> last thing on last thing on the docket, the beautiful fat ass. Aussie. Oh yeah, hold on, hold on. Thirty-three thousand in an hour. What the hell? You hold yourself out for freaking tips. Tony Storm debut over the weekend on OnlyFans. Doesn't show any fucking nudity. No booty. No tit. No. I searched Reddit. I searched Reddit. I looked for it. I couldn't find it. Believe me, when I got it, I got you. But I, 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 I did some research. She made thirty three thousand dollars in two days on Reddit. I mean, on on OnlyFans. And if you're Tony Storm and you're making this money for a weekend. Just by revealing something that's not even—it's not even being revealed. Do you go back to wrestling? Do you do you think that she wants to wrestle? Who gives a shit? You other than you horny ass people out there. I'm sorry. I'm being honest. I'm being real. Okay. I think you're just trying to downplay my segments no, at no, this I'm not point. Trying to make sense. It's a segment. I got to write the comment. We got to move on. So my my moving on from that is what I thought about it. You must okay, good. Just she made all that money real fast. I get that. Hundred percent. I get it. Do you? I'm never gonna handle anybody making money. Ripley, but I'm Ripley saying you don't leave wrestling to do this. That's the legacy you leave behind is that you're gonna potentially advertisingly lying, maybe eventually, in my opinion, <laughs> if you strip, you'll fuck for money. That's my opinion. My wife thinks I'm crazy. A lot of women think I'm crazy. I'm a I'm a man. That's my opinion. So she putting herself out here like this, it's a horrible look to me. It's horrible to me. This is stuff about like Nikki. Scarlett um, Bordeaux did it. Chelsea girl. Green I, listen, did it. Are these not desirable women? To talk about her ass. I don't like that stuff. It's too much for me. I don't care. You wrestling fans and just not just wrestling fans, men in general, act like you've never been laid before. It's not that big of a deal to me. It's like other than like, oh my God, did she really? I don't care. And I'm being honest. It's not me shitting on your segment. It's us. It's the segment. You you brunted it. I brought you it know what? You know what? I you know what? Care. You 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 are bored. You are banned from 
from from pervert vision. We no, watch I'm not. At 8 o'clock. Yeah, I don't want me. you. To, I don't want you to sit here and act like all of a sudden now you don't care about a little titty flopping the ass. I didn't bouncing. say that, but no, seems of WrestleMania. You know weekend, that ass. Looks you bringing her up WrestleMania weeks ago. I don't care about her thirty three thousand dollars that she mailed. That's damn. Did she really? Okay, I get that, but it, it doesn't deserve a whole goddamn segment, brother. It doesn't. You, you try to skip over all my points in my segments. No, what are you talking about? It's a time. You know what? I told you that I gave you the extra thirty because I love you. But I mean that. Yeah, that's the third second. Talk about something. Dice, don't make me do it. Dice, don't make me do it. Please. You better not. You better not kick me off. All right, then. Stop. You better not kick me off. All right. Listen. Shots out to the wrestling marks of excellence because they came up with this intelligent show for the intelligent wrestling fans. My kick is my fix, nephew Corey, yep. Champ Creed, um, the uh, the Godfather, okay, uh, uh, Glenn Thomas, and he wasn't there, but never forget his name, okay, uh, Doctor D, okay, uh, and his wrestling showcase. Never forget, um, met these guys about fourteen years ago at this point. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Got together being wrestling fans, finally met up at WrestleMania. DMV wrestling crowd is really thick and it doesn't get enough credit. If you're not, if you're the DMV or the or you're a PG County person, you should be in the DMV club because I think they're, they're they're one of the best wrestling groups around, my opinion. But they came up, y'all heard the inserts on the what ifs this year uh, that we spoke about. I gave you the, I, I built this up like you're going to get laid, but this time you're not going to bust. Are they going to take this really slow and understand this conversation? How great it was with these guys on Fox Sports Radio, thirteen forty AM and ninety six point nine FM. And that was what if Scott Hall and Kevin Nash never went to WCW, what would have happened? And you've heard some of the conversations. And I would say to that, first thing I thought when I heard it was there would be no WCW the way we knew it to be. WCW would have died. I know we heard later on in, in, in the clips in which I played, well, this guy, maybe other dominoes fall. Maybe Taker goes. Where is Sid? Lex is there. How do they revamp that? I don't think you have um, Crow Sting without the NWO because it it, it was his, it was Crow Sting's favorite dance partner because he had to reinvent. Well, intelligent wrestling fans, you should thank me later or you can thank me now. Okay, how about without, I whip your ass in two K wrestling? Well, that's fine. You Call well, listen. I've won some matches, albeit triple threat. Okay, but. <laughs> You 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 take this and you take this this conversation and it can go many 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 ways. So I'm gonna go right to the heart of the program, the one who y'all have heard through the clips, along with Champ Creed, along with Doctor D, the wrestling marks excellent. And I want to know actually this: uh, my kicks is my fix. Stop so much I should speak Italian. Where this concept come from? The what if? Which I kind of like this. What about this part? Was it was it Scott Hall? I mean, uh, passing away. Or was this next on the agenda? And I, I saw the popularity of this show. This is one of you guys' most popular shows in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Amazing concept. Amazing things to talk about. I hope this gets all the credit in which it deserves. Is why I wanted to have you on being a friend of the program. Um, like I said, I don't think Taker still goes over there. I get the so, money wasn't right, but right. I mean, I, you know, but go ahead. I'll talk enough. So... Um, we first to answer the first one. We we just in general, um, we always had ideas. We because we would always talk offline of what if this, and we was like, you know what, let's just make that a show, 
And I was like, okay, we can start coming up with topics and things. So the, the Scott Hall passing did bump this one up, but it was definitely a topic. Um, as I stated on the show, and uh, you know, you played some of it in the clips there, uh, I do believe it, things kind of would go the same way, but there's, there's different avenues in the sense that, uh, as I stated, you don't get an NWO, you don't get a DX, you get the click. I think that's the group. And your, your, your main nemesis of the click is Austin Taker. Uh, I think eventually Rock still comes up. Uh, it still goes around the nation of domination, but I think eventually Rock becomes kind of that third guy in there that are kind of the, the enemies of that group. And I do believe, uh, I don't think Undertaker goes to WCW. I think WCW does eventually die, but uh, something that was mentioned on the show, we didn't get to, I think Hogan leaves. And I do agree that Hogan leaves and goes back to WWF as well. So it's y'all. Y'all mentioned later on, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys heard the part of the, of the clip of the click in itself mm-hmm. becoming that set yeah. version of the NWO. Yep. And I think personally that was the most intriguing part of the conversation, and that's why I will go to executive consultant, and I go to you after that, Dice. Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to think about that concept in itself? Paul and Ash doesn't go mm-hmm. the click in which we think we know of it becomes mm-hmm. what we do know of it, and they take over professional wrestling. Can you see that a happening in WWF? And would that have been the same or bigger as the NWO? Uh, um, I'm gonna throw, go, I'm gonna throw one small thing in there too, go ahead. uh, that I had mentioned in the show as well. I do think eventually. Not maybe kicked out or leaves, but I think Sean is eventually the one that is not in the group anymore and maybe goes against them as the guy that was on the inside and is being taken out. And I think it goes on later on as Hunter, X Pac, Hall, and Nash. Well, he does become a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> like, ahead, my exactly favorite interest is him bad. coming out going, like, I thank you, God. Thank you for this moment. It I love that from Shawn that. Michaels. <laughs> uh, when he drops to his knees and thanks the Lord, I love it. Uh, Exalting Consultant, go ahead. Yeah. So, at that time, though, um, <clears throat> when Hall and Nash went over there, it, it was a few things you had to think about behind the state, um, behind the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. One, Raw and Nitro were actually trading ratings. Raw was not dominating the ratings at that time. Okay. Right. Um, they were not losing. But they were not winning every freaking week. Right. Two, the other way you look at it, WCW had deeper pockets than WWE. When, yes. um, at the when Hall and Nash, especially Nash, is always talking about the fact that they are responsible for the fact that wrestlers uh, soon after that got guaranteed contracts. Yep. Now, Absolutely. If Diesel stayed over with WWE, if Scott Hall, Kevin, and Razor Norman stayed with WWE, yeah, I think you would have got a different version of the click. However, I'm not sure they would have had the creative freedom, thanks to this man, um, mm-hmm. to do everything they had to do. I don't think they will be able to have um, to have the impact, no pun intended. And what I mean by that is the fact that it's still no pun intended. a lot of different – it's a lot of different egos when you think about it. Razor Ramon, Diesel, Shawn Michaels, um, X-Pac, Triple H, you know, who's on the up-and-coming. He was still below, but he was on up-and-coming, right, because he was learning. He would have been able to do what he had to do. He still had the Undertaker, which Vince has always said has been his guy, Right. Do right. we see an implosion more there? Because they're not – if they don't have to go PG-13, I'm not sure they would go PG-13, right? Okay. They were getting a little edgier, but they don't have to unless they have that push that WCW got because they had Hall Nash come over. Anybody so else? There's, there's no attitude error without the NWO being Correct. pushed. So WCW, yeah. I think, would have survived for a couple more years, but I don't think that we anybody would have seen the financial boom 
that we all saw because of the NWO and then subsequently after that, the Attitude Era with Stone Cold Steve Austin with The Rock. Because you don't get any of the middle fingers. You won't get the cross chops. They would have tried. Vince would have shut the shit down. Fair enough. I think mm-hmm. the overall wrestling in general, uh, besides Hulk Hogan, if you want to give it credit for one person, really, I, I'll give it to Scott Hall. That's yeah. arguable, but it's true. No, no, no. I agree. You're Mike muted, Mike. I said before, that moment, them, those times, those dirt sheets, you thought that this was WWF invading. Yeah. I mean, that you didn't. At this moment, you were like, yo, is that Razor Ramon over there on WCW? Mm-hmm. You didn't know his contract had expired. You didn't know this. And that's why I mentioned it on the show during the thing. I said, they had, and I know you probably remember it too, exactly, Sultan and Dice and, and Mike. They had to go out and kind of say they don't work for WWF because I think at that time, yeah, WWF was kind of feeling like, okay, y'all are benefiting off Correct. of our name because they sued them. Yep, because yeah. you because you think that these guys are WWF employees, and you're making everybody think that, and they had to come out. And that's why I said at the bash in in Brooklyn, there they go, there they go. They had to, because they owned exactly because they great value, the Diesel, right? Because they owned the Diesel and Razor characters. Because what Nash and Hall were doing were so so uh, intellectual exactly. property wise, similar to what the characters were that WWF owned. They had to go out there and Eric, and it was so I thought it was so perfect looking back on it years later. Wrestling fans. That Eric Bischoff was the one out there doing the interview because. People, if you were in the know back then, you knew Eric Bischoff. Corey, was the when they threw hunter. him off the stage yeah. and, and, and Kevin Nash body slammed him at the pay-per-view, I was like, again, mm-hmm. it was the greatest, like, the whole entire setup, mm-hmm. them doing that to him, Hulk Hogan with the leg drop. Hulk, and my, my, one of my favorites of all time, Dusty Rose, Hulk Hogan betrayed WCW. Right, like all that him and him and um um, um Bobby Heenan mm-hmm. on the mic. It's just amazing. Like what these guys did changed professional wrestling forever. And if they yeah. don't do this, does professional wrestling change dice? Does it change without these guys going over? Um so I think that the way that all of your guys' responses um have come across like you're looking at the wwe side of things now if we look at the wcw side of things let's think about what transpired versus the nwo sting no longer becomes crow thing that we know in the right there's no luchadors there's no luchadors the surfer sting is is is, it died a long time ago hey don't you do that that's my favorite sting I know it. I know it's your favorite thing, but at, at, at this, like, how many meet and greets do you see online, Twitter, yes. Instagram, whatever? How many of them are putting on that face paint? They don't. They don't acknowledge Surfer Sting anymore. No. It's Crow Sting. It's Wolfpack Sting. Boo. It's Impact Sting. Like, that's the thing that we all now know and most people love, except for the old school fans like yeah. yourself. Because Surfer Sting's my favorite too. He However, is he died. But no, but he died. Look, he Sting died. Grew his hair out. Sting yeah, he died. Start conforming to mid 90s I just liked him better. Like I saw, <laughs> I remember that stupid storyline against RoboCop. 
Okay. Gee, I, I hated I hated Flair. So that when he year. went against Flair, I believed. You know what I mean? Because Nikita couldn't do it. Dusty did it, but then lost. Dusty was by himself against four horsemen. You know what I'm saying? Sting was like him and Luger, <clears throat> those two big guys enough was like, we could take the four you want. The father, you technically, <laughs> you know what I mean, with JJ Dillon. Go no, ahead, but uh, Dice. Dice is right though. He's yeah, right. I, I think. I Which think is an that offense, if, if we look at if bullshit, I'm on this motherfucker today. Did you not see that comment? I am on fire. I get that comment <laughs> every week. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, I, I think that if you look at perspective of WCW, right, and and mm. it doesn't propel WCW because if you look you at Sting and, and what the NWO did for. Pro professional wrestling, right? Sting is Sting the first anti-hero. I believe so. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, looking head, head, I'm looking for my wrestling. I'm looking for my wrestling executive off top, off top of my head, They I both totally Sting, paused. I, I think that Sting is the first anti-hero, right? And and you needed somebody to stand up to the NWO. And Sting was at a crossroads where his his career was getting his career was getting very stale. I would say Macho Man was the first anti-hero against the NWO. No, against first anti-hero. Well, well, remember when well, the remember, mega powers NWO... exploded, you chose a side. Okay, really. yeah, that's true. Okay, not really. They that. made you one of choose Hogan. No, it didn't. <laughs> I chose the Macho Man and never went back. The real American, though. Say your prayers. They, they, I didn't have the blue cane grip, the little five-pound dumbbell weight, right. and the freaking poster okay. that showed you how you grow with the jump rope gotcha. and watch the cartoon uh-huh. live. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me. Okay. So you're telling me that at that time, you picked um, Macho Man over Hulk Hogan, right? I'm because you, but I honestly did. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying okay. because you think that that was a possible anti-hero, even though on TV... In his well, interviews, because Hogan still with, came uh, let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish his point. Let him finish his point as he's all talking to Elizabeth. Oh yeah, well, you know he's he putting the fingers in her face. You know a lot of taboo shit that ain't gonna fly right now. Yeah. I give her a <laughs> no, that was like that. Smack a woman back then. No one gave a shit. She put, he put wasn't an anti hero. Okay, I get your point. <laughs> <Lick her head>. <laughs> <laughs> get in that corner. All right. So was, was Sting the first anti hero? You might be right with that one. Continue, Dice. Um, and, and then like you, you think about Sting, and then you think about uh, guys like DDP that went against the NWO and, and Tease joining the NWO in the later instances, but still NWO was still the hot fire, not old and busted. But hot fire. And do we still get the impact of Goldberg because Hogan was champ? <laughs> do we still get the big payoff for Goldberg being world champ? I think we all so, agree WCW is one under. If Kevin has just got all the, <laughs> that's basically what I'm getting at. You just went up through I, all their people while they all are not going to do well. Like you really Goldberg don't exist, Sting don't exist. I don't I don't think I don't think that I don't think they go under. I don't think more this no, I don't I don't think that they go under shop. I don't think that they go under, but I think that they who do they have you well, upgrade well, everybody. Well, now look at it's it's easy. I saw something and it said if if Tony Khan is going to continue to do Ring of Honor shows. Do you think uh, Vince McMahon would have still done WCW? No, it's easy to say that now and because Bond, we've yeah, seen D-Rag the outcome. Does do, uh, only fans, I laughed at that too. 
We've seen, no we've seen the outcome of him not continue to do WCW. So you can't say that he tried. You know, once you see the outcome of something, he tried. You know, will you still it's be able to? Show. I don't know. Let Tony Khan spent thirty million dollars for Ring of Honor. He needs to continue something to get his money back because that was a terrible investment. I don't care what anybody says. That was a terrible investment. Okay, <laughs> thirty million fucking dollars for some Ring of Honor. Ring that of is Honor. a bad it's investment. True. I ain't gonna lie, I'm with you though, dude. And he over here bragging on TV. Hey guys, I got a major announcement this week, different from my major (laughs) announcement last week and my major announcement next week. That's why he's always always talking shit up. All of these wrestlers came from Ring of Honor. Here comes Christopher Daniels, and I don't know what's going to cheer. But here's this. They're still doing the Nikki Bella chant. The Nikki Bella chant forever lives. Yes, yes, y'all saw her. When she came out, the whole crowd did the yes shit. It's not even his no more. It's this Nikki is this Bella is this is Daniel Bella. Outside, I, outside I just say thirty million is too much for that. This paid two million dollars for WCW Library. Now I know it's inflation and shit, right? But mm-hmm. let's be real. Ring of Honor is not even the number four promotion right now. So I, I like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm thinking what NWA you? Power. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Impact. Man. Exactly. Like, come on. Speaking bro. of NWA, shout out to uh, hometown favorites uh, down here in Sussex County, the Briscoe brothers winning the Rocky Cup. When they gonna be on the show? Like, I know their family. I've met them eating it, Popeyes. Man. When they gonna be on the show? We working on it. Listen, every time they come back to town, I don't like to talk pro wrestling with them because it's family. Stop the bullshit. Stop being a. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I fucked up the EC3 thing. Let, let, for I know. I know. I fucked up the EC3 shit. We don't know. Control, control your narrative, bro. Control your narrative. Pat, Pat McAfee? Don't be a Pat McAfee. Don't, don't fanboy do an interview, all right? Just get him on. Get over that. I got you. I'm not I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Tony Khan bought ROH because he put ROH out of business. There you go. That's a fact. Can I, can I just say facts. this? Can I just say this to build on what he just said? Yeah. Tony Khan is what's wrong with pro wrestling. Uh-uh, listen, I'm going to leave that alone. Mm. Listen. The, the, what you mentioned? If you have a surprise, you let it be a surprise. You don't fucking announce it like a little dickhead fanboy, and hey. you spoil the shit. Hey. Because hey. fans, what they do is they hype the shit up twenty times more than what it's supposed to be. Yeah, you got Ring of Honor, okay, but did you know the television network that you fucking work for? They don't want to bring the greatest tag team that's not in WWE on to fucking TV. Claim? Why? <laughs> you shouldn't have said shit, you dumbass. Hey, this you Wednesday is going to be this Wednesday is a major Trump. major debut coming of, this Wednesday of, of, of Swerve Jr. Listen, <laughs> real quick before we get off. Hey, Dave Meltzer, you know you know I didn't forget about you, motherfuck you and everything you stand for. I hope the next time you pour a bowl of cereal, you ain't got milk and you got to use water, you bitch. Look at it. Look at it. Now respect it. All right, listen. Because you say you got to put That's it up. a clip. I'm listen, listen. You, you clip what you want to clip. Listen, I'm going to clip this. And I'm going to clip the fact of, listen, what a great show. I thought, Amazing. listen, the, the, the conversation of the what if can go on and on and on for like a mile a minute. Let's continue Special with um, The Brock Lester, give him his flowers. Um, if you think all he had was Suplex City, you don't know nothing about Brock Lesnar. Hey, Brock Lesnar has improved every step. And I, I mean, he's talking about his, his UFC days where I don't think he should have won or even had a chance to win a UFC title, he still won it. Mm-hmm. All right? He wouldn't have been there without WWE. That as well. There's a fan um, that got himself over on social media 
simply because of the fact that when he returned, he, he, he wears the same shirt every event I see him in. You know, he comes down here and everything. When he, when he come, returns, he just does this. Ah, He's made a career off of that on Instagram. As Brock Lesnar guy. Listen, what, what there is. Uh, listen, nephew Corey, thank you for joining the program. Belt Kings, we've been trying to build it for two months now, and we're still not here. He'll put the blame on me, and I take the blame for that. And while we're not back yet, um, just so much doing so much, just doing so much with Unpopular Review and other things. Um, but there's always room for Jello. I say that every day at work. There's always whether with fruit or without fruit. I will be in Texas, so you better hook up with me. All right. He'll go with me. I'm mm-hmm. going to Sweetie Pies and Ribeyes. All right. I've been talking to people <laughs> from Texas, and they said that's the best steak in Texas. You can use a spoon to cut it. Full shit. I better use my spoon to cut this steak. All right. I want to try it. And I'm riding the bull. So get your cameras ready, y'all. Oh, boy. And, and, <laughs> for all three of your faces. And next week, we will give our own WrestleMania prediction show. So if you guys want to come back, just say, hey, I want to come back, and I'd love to have you on the show. Um, Dice and I, if not, will be here giving you that prediction as well. Um, the Roach WrestleMania, check out all the shows on the Unpopular Review. Check out Unpopular Review Entertainment. And as I mentioned, entertainment, I cannot go any further without saying this much because he put this stuff up here. So I'm going to play it. So here it is. I'll be back before you know it. Can I come with you? This is mommy's very special work trip. In three and a half weeks, the Met will be hosting its annual ball. And we are going to rob it. Not the ball itself. Oh. On the neck of Daphne Kluger. Valued at over a hundred million dollars. The 150 million, actually. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. You're really real. His loyalty is to a child. Who sent you? You did. 35 years from now. And his enemy. He's a Terminator like you, right? Not like me. Is the deadliest machine ever built. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. This time, he's back. Listen, the fact, I better be on one of them damn people. I can miss eight. I better be on Terminator. All right? I better be on Terminator. I better be on Terminator. I'm the older, eldest statesman. I know more about this shit than you. All right, I said it. Greatest Terminator movie of all time is T2. I own it on everything, on digital. There's been like five or six Terminators, and after this one, they all suck. So I I don't know if that's a valid uh, thing that you want to do. Like he he says it like everybody's going to disagree with him. Oh, it's the greatest Terminator. (laughs) No, I think it was Terminator Dark Fate. Like nobody's going to agree. Okay, well. Guess what, guys? Some people disagree with everything. So that's the way we live in. I don't like hamburgers. Got my burger gotta have some cheese on it. it well, I'm lactose intolerant. Shit, I don't want no cheese. I'm so so they're gonna disagree with everything. But nephew Corey, my kicks and my fix, I see you in Texas. Uh executive consultant as always, UPR is always here. Uh around the blocks the Z is silent. I'm about to bust your ass in 2K after I get some chicken in me. I'm about to put this on stream too. So y'all check so back I'm, in. I'm y'all go follow too. my page. I'm, I'm a stream. I'm a Go off on your monkey Everybody ass. Everybody afraid of your punk ass. And with that being said, guys, listen. Do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love this of me. And don't love God. That's crazy, y'all. We out of here. Fingers. Everybody got a price. Everybody's going to pay. There's a million dollar man. Always. Million dollar man. Million dollar man.
It's like the illest posse cut right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus, Don One, Reboy, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow. Fred DiBiase got the power in it, though. If it's a problem, let me know or I suggest you let it go. Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door, homie. Please don't make me hurt you. Disrespect the boss, say you treat it like Virgil. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.